0: Welcome to the Avenue Code Extraordinary Woman in Tech podcast. Here you'll find inspiring conversations about technology, inclusion, and diversity.
1: If you are listening to us from podcast platforms, be sure to follow us. And if you are watching us on YouTube, subscribe to our channel. Hi, everyone. I am Nariman Jamal. For today's podcast, I'm happy to host Shaquila Puttini, Vice President and of Engineering of Kaiogen. Shaquila will be one of our speakers. At our upcoming conference extraordinary women in tech taking place in san francisco welcome shakila thank you so much for accepting our invitation
0: oh thank you jamal it's it's awesome to be here i feel honored to be considered to be a part of this conference
1: looking forward awesome. to- we are definitely looking forward to have you as well so uh starting off this podcast can you tell us a little bit more about your journey and what influenced you the most in entering a career in engineering in life science industry Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So just just going back, you know, I was born and raised in India, um, uh, and it's, it's it's very interesting, right? Till I was in uh, maybe ten years old, I was just roaming around playing cricket, like hanging out on the streets, not very serious. But there was one conversation that happened um, that I witnessed, which kind of changed how my life trajectory. You know, took the path it took, right? So I think I was like ten years old or something. My mom and dad. My dad is an engineer. My mom is like a, um, a low school, lower school teacher. Um, so we had relatives come home, and they were they were talking to them, and um, we are like two girls. My parents have two girls, right? And and uh, we're from India. And then the relatives were telling my parents, "What are you going to do? You have girls. You, you know, you like they're not going to support you. Like you know, when you get old, who's going to like be there?" And I couldn't, as a 10-year-old kid, I couldn't comprehend what, what is this person saying? This is my mom and dad. I would love them. Like, how how does gender play a role in what I can offer them, right? And that's when I kind of started thinking about who am I, what am, what am I going to do in life, right? And I got very serious and, and um, looked forward to doing engineering, and I loved computer science. You know, you have to understand in those days, the first time I probably saw a computer was in high school compared to my son who had who had a computer when he was six years old right like that, a laptop so me personally i was fascinated when i saw it so i thought i should i should continue my life become a computer science engineer so i did my bachelor's in computer science master's in computer science and then um there are certain things that happen which 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 are so significant in your life that defines who you are. For me, this was the event that happened in Applied Biosystems. It's a life science company. Uh, they they were they had built instruments that will sequence the whole human genome, right? And like I joined the company and I was one year um, uh, like a junior software engineer coding applications. And then there was this talk in the town hall this he was like a he was like a 40 to 50 year old i think around 50 year old man african american man um talking about how he was released after 30 years for a crime that he never did and the way he was released was using our product and the little piece of code that like you know i probably there were like 10 developers i was one of the junior developer who contributed to that where it's a DNA identification t- kit, it's a forensic kit, and they were able to release that person because of that, you know, product and the software that we wrote, right? I think that was a huge turning point for me. I'm like, okay, I have to be in life science industry. I am not going to. I'm going to figure out how can technology help in driving life science and healthcare. That was like a turning point, and I never stopped. It's been 19 years, and I've still been in life science industry trying my best to make a difference so that's i would say that's kind of my journey it's primarily driven by the impact that you can create and it's fun right like when you when you look at something that is that is wrong and you want to make it right it makes you alive so that's kind of my uh, high level journey i would say starting from a kid who was roaming around the streets you know playing cricket to someone who is here who wants to who loves
1: doing the work um, that she's doing every day very inspiring story and it's great to see it happening from real life experiences and thank you so much for sharing you did mention you are from India. So I wanted to focus more on what you give to your country. Uh, you have been dedicating a lot of time and effort for a higher literacy rates in your home country, um, India. So we've read about Swaram.org. Can you tell yeah. our audience more about it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so there is there, I, I want to share this quote from Einstein, right? He says, if you have the you have the privilege to know, which means you have the responsibility to give, right? So all of us are privileged in some sense to be here where we are today from an education point of view, right? You you have the responsibility to give back that knowledge for people who cannot get it. So, so me personally, we come from a modest family, right? My parents did everything, they spent every penny they had on our education. But there are a lot of parents in India who's trying to do that but really cannot afford to do that so that's why we started this organization called swaram in in uh, silicon valley right where um, it's, it's 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 an interesting story how it stemmed so this was in my like late 20s i was like 28 years old or something and then we would used to we would have parties every weekend right like you know the silly thing you have parties you dance you get drunk you know you just have these like every week we used to do that every weekend and people will come with instruments, and people will sing, and we will jam and all that. And then all of a sudden, we were like, "Hey, why don't we kind of host a Bollywood musical, right? Like kind of an Indian theme musical, and have people come and pay for that, and use that money to to partner with organizations to enhance literacy in India." It was just it was just an idea with four or five of us brainstorming, and then from there it started where we. Kind of invite all the Bay Area people in Silicon Valley, um, like engineers and and doctors and you know stand up comedians. Everybody come. We do a full fledged um, theater, right? And our, our and our like mission is entertain to educate. And so far we've done seven shows. We've raised close to five hundred thousand dollars, right? Um, and I I want to share one one story which kind of reflects the impact, right? Um, In India there are places in southern part of India there are places where they manufacture bricks so these bricks are used for building homes right so the parents who work in those those facilities actually take the kids to work with them so the kids don't have the opportunity to go to school and one of the reasons why they do it is they can't afford more than one meal if the kids don't work so What the investment that we collected, what we did was in those schools, we started giving free food and free education. So it was much easier for the parents to send the kids so they don't have to worry about that second meal that they have to put on the table, right? And you would be surprised, it is only $150 to keep a kid in school. It's just 150 dollars right like it's in the bigger perspective of things that is so minimal in what you can give as for the kids from from the education point of view like they say right you don't you don't you don't give a fish to feed you teach them how to fish then they are set for the life so i think that's kind of where we started this organization and where we. Took it. it's called swarm.org and then we we do shows every one and a half years and we raise money and then we um, try to increase the literacy like a little drop in the ocean on what we can do but still entertain right that's the that's fun
1: and uh, education together that's where we um we focus way to go for helping out you know younger people younger generation in your country um this is amazing and this is good for our audience to uh, be aware Um, Keep your eye out for any events coming up, especially if it's for a good cause. So thank you for sharing. Um, You're also participating in our uh, Extraordinary Women in Tech Conference. And this is mainly to focus on, uh, you know, empowering and advancement of women in technology. So um, what are you looking forward to share um, the most with our attendees for the conference?
0: I like the thing. There are two themes that I resonate with. Right. I, I live with the reason I say I live with is we all probably work 12 hours or whatever. We spend most of our life working. And of course there is maybe 40% of your life with your personal family, right? So I feel like work is my life. So you have to be passionate about it. And then the thing that really keeps me up is how do you digitally transform life science industry, right? How do you take something that is so, um, uh, back in technology, like for example, I'll give you, like we had visited one of the customers, this was in like early 2010, this guy would sit in the lab till seven because he wants to wait till the results come from the PCR test, right? Like we actually built, like I I was able to work with the strategy and come up with this connected ecosystem where we connected the instruments, build a mobile app so he could go home, have dinner, from the phone check what's happening in the instrument. Like these are, like I manage the PCR instruments, which is the ones that's used for COVID. Like when they say RT-PCR test, it's actually the PCR instruments that they use for the test, right? Now they can go home and actually check from their mobile what's happening, go to cloud and analyze, right? That is the thing that keeps me um, engaged. And I am really looking forward to talking about digital transformation because people, yeah, people think it's easy. Uh, or it is just R&D, it's not, because I I want to talk about the journey that how you transform an organization, how you transform a culture, right? How it's not just engineering, it is marketing, it's sales, it's, uh, you know, it's um, product management, it's, uh, it's PMO organization, it's accounting, you know, you would be surprised when you move from a desktop to a cloud world, your accounting team has no idea how to work with Amazon accounts and the billing, it's, transforming all the way. So I wanted to share that journey in combination with innovation, because digital transformation cannot happen without innovation. Right. And yeah, that's, those are the two main concepts I, I, I really want to focus, because I think people also have this mindset that, oh, I want to innovate in, in, in the product. I want to innovate in, in the engineering side. Right. But innovation is not just about product. you can innovate in manufacturing. I mean, I mean I wanted to share some examples where we did like you can innovate in the way you do manufacturing in the way you do marketing right the, the way you actually um, uh, build your infrastructure and processing. So that's that's the key topic that I would uh, want to focus more on and primarily targeted around life science and healthcare because that's my that's my uh, forte.
1: definitely a journey like you mentioned there's so much to focus on and I'm sure you being on an amazing panel with women from different backgrounds you guys will be able to share amazing uh, examples and experiences so we're definitely looking forward to having you there. Uh, Wrapping up this podcast I know you spoke a lot about your passion I already know what your passion is but I'll give you some time to talk more about it and if there's anything you'd like to share with the audience about it go ahead.
0: No absolutely yeah 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 so it's it's you know, there is this. As much as people say it's cliche, I love Steve Jobs. <laughs> you know, I love him to death. Um, so there's a quote from him that where he says that you either should have like a an idea or a problem with a burning desire that you want to make the wrong right, right? And I I mentioned before we spend significant amount of our time working, and if you're not happy and excited and passionate about what you're doing just quit the job and do something else, right? Just, 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 you have one life and do what you enjoy. So in my case, I really love bringing technology in the intersection of life science, where you can, you know, like th- think about it, right? Like big data, cloud, AI, ML, all this is transforming the way you do drug development, the way you do disease identification, right? That's what we do in Chiagen, where we bring in data from different sources and come up with intelligence and insights, right? For example, if someone has, um uh, uh cancer and they go to the doctor you run the next in sequencing panel and we can tell you what kind of uh, pathogenic variants do you have what drugs will work for you what clinical trials are available across the country for you to go um you know enroll in so that's that for me is meaningful so i get up and i have something to do um, it's it's if someone says oh my god it's monday then you should quit your job. You should do something else. You shouldn't say, oh my God, it's Monday. You should be like, man, it's Monday. I have so many things to do. I'm like super, I want to get this done, right? Like that, then you are in the right, in the right job and in, uh, because you can't separate job. I don't believe in separation of work and life. I believe in work and life integration. And that happens only when you are truly passionate about what, what you do. And, and, uh, and then wrapping up, it is digital transformation in life science industry that
1: an innovation that keeps me, keeps me going. (laughs) We can definitely see your passion, speaking about it only. So I can't even imagine uh, your performance at your job. And we see you are a VP now. So uh, best of luck for you, Shakila. And uh, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jimon, thanks for this opportunity. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. See you in the next episode of the Avenue Code Extraordinary Woman Tech Podcast. Be sure to check out the interviews from the same series on our blog at avenuecode.com. See ya!